listening to Around Comics. Awesome. Don't need don't need to see anything more about cryptocurrency. <laughs> all right, let's do this thing. We're using right. up all gold. Three, two, one. Frump. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> hey Marta. That was that was beautiful. I heard that. Your mics are really good. This is fascinating oh, glad that got in there yeah. all right um all right uh count me down no that, that you got oh. your countdown buddy that's it oh okay gotcha uh, from <laughs> chicago <laughs> god damn it from chicago this is around comics the comic culture podcast where we talk about everything in and around the world of comics and comics culture i'm christopher neesman and i am joined as always by mr brian salazar hey what's up hey Hey, hey, YouTube, how you doing? Hey, YouTube. Hey, YouTube. Um, it's yeah, it's the the uh, the influencers out there. That's what. It's about. Hey, YouTube, what's up? Oh, uh, gotcha. Oh, you, I okay, was like, what, what are you? What's happening? <laughs> yeah, I had no idea. <laughs> hey, Is what's that... up to all my what's up to all my friends on TikTok? Hey guys, <laughs> <laughs> so individually shout out each. My, network that we I had, had like 300,000 musically followers, but when I went to TikTok, I just lost them all. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I, just They're all gone now. They're all gone. And we're also joined by uh, Mr. Tom Caters. Tom Hi. Cade. Hi. I want to shout out everyone, all my Vine peeps. Vine. <laughs> uh, wherever you're at now. I just want to yeah. say uh, RIP to Black Mamba. <laughs> Right off the top, I want to get that out of the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's red. yeah, how about yeah. that? That was kind of crazy. Might, yeah. Might join my muted list on Twitter. Kobe might. Oh, Brian. Yeah. yeah just, not, just no value judgment. Just an, uh, just my own sanity of, of yeah. seeing something a thousand times. Yeah. And being like, just okay. like a bizarre helicopter accident in LA, right? <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, I guess he was. Um, going to his daughter's basketball game and uh it was him and his daughter uh and then some other parents and kids which think about that like you yeah. know let's go ride kobe's it. helicopter yeah, yeah it's like oh how awesome yeah. we get to take you know kobe's helicopter and now you're dead yeah now you're dead fucking now tragic dead. that's uh, yeah 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 that is that, that his daughter died that 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 hit more than that because you never like to hear that about kids. So anyway, we're not here to talk about no, no. Kobe Bryant oh, or, or, or basketball. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we're bringing Sorry. the room down. Uh, we are here yeah. to talk about comics <laughs> and comics culture. Uh, we should start right. every week with like a death roll call. <laughs> <laughs> Just kick things Just like, off. Who died? Start, start the death pool. Oh, um, uh, Here's who died since the last time. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> 
we're gonna do this. Yeah. Let's see, Kobe. Yeah. Monty Python. That's mm. not his mm. name, but no, I can't think of his. All name. of Monty Python, even though they're they're definitely dwindling numbers these days. So um, that's true. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, real quickly, we're gonna talk about Little Bird. I think in our next episode. Um, so give everyone a little bit of uh, of time to to finish reading yeah. that, including Amit Bal. <laughs> Uh, uh-huh. uh, I, I I liked it. I'm looking forward to uh, to talking with you guys about it. It's different. It's a different book. Um, oh no! What? It's a little. Different. It's, um, we don't like. Yeah, that. I mean, it's yeah. We're it's Americans. It's, yeah, yeah. It. it I'm, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it next next episode. Is it? Uh, okay. Okay. Is yeah. it like you know David me. Lynch different or no? It's. Uh, real quick, uh, the writers from Canada, I believe. Okay, uh, too much. It, no, it, it reads, but it reads it reads very much like a like a European comic. It uh, actually it reminds me uh, in your abundant spare time. If you want to read some Alejandro Jodorowsky comics, it's I felt some similarities to them. So it's the it, only European comic artist you know, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, me, you know me. You know, I like my comics American. Mm-hmm. I, yes, I know, Tom. Tom Play, like, just bread and butter. <laughs> meat and potatoes. I mean, potatoes. What Tom's kind of meat and potatoes yeah. comics what's, have you been reading besides, besides not Little Bird? Who, me? Yeah. yeah. Just old shit. Okay. <laughs> I've just been slowly working my way through the uh, fourth world omnibus that nice. I got as a gift that is not convenient for reading in is any place of, other than like my couch. Is, is it one of those books that. that if you drop it, it'll kill you? Kind of. Yeah, it's just not. It's like it's it it sort of defeats the purpose of books in that it's like <laughs> I can't lay down and read it because if I fall asleep, it will like fall directly on my face yeah. and probably break my nose. Yeah. Um, and because I'm old and tired all the time, I do just anytime I lie down, I'm in. I'm only like thirty seconds away from falling asleep. <laughs> and like, <laughs> like any given time, I have to sit upright, or it's just like can be the greatest book, the greatest movie. If I'm lying down, I'm going to fall asleep. That's just what happens. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I understand. You know, it it doesn't get any easier the older you get. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, I I love the I love the look and the idea of the omnibus editions, but I really miss when Marvel was doing their, the, like the oversized hardcovers, which are the same, the same size as the omnibus, the same page size, but they were broken down. It's like they did what, what the ultimates, um, in, in two volumes. And then they re re released it as an omnibus. I like the, the oversized hardcovers were, were an actual, like I can sit on the couch and read this and not look like a, like a moron. More I mean, like a the more. fourth world omnibus really is comical in its girth. <laughs> it's just like come on. Like, well, they they uh, came at they came out with those in like four volumes. Whenever they did the the Jack Kirby's Fourth yeah. World, yeah, and yeah, so I, yeah. I I got all and some of those are expensive on the secondary market now. Yes, they are. Yeah. Uh, so I was I I was lucky that uh, uh, that I got all four of them, um, and they're nice because they actually the the paper is more like like. You know, vintage comic book paper of the era that kind of that that toothy feel. You like to you it. like toothy. I, I like You're, toothy. Our, your is, tooth man 
is your uh, is is the omnibus? Is it more the the slick glossy paper? It's slicker, glossier paper. Oh. Yes, this is captivating fucking conversation. Yeah, it is uh, paper talk. Uh, hey guys, welcome to round paper. paper. <laughs> death, death, yeah. and then paper. Um, my death only and paper. Um, my problem. Graphic and, novel and know, coming out with. I know. That, I know that Sal has has the same problem sometimes. Um, with some of the Kirby penned stuff, the written stuff is that it's a little bit of a slog to to get through. Are you do you mind it? Uh, it's perfect it's... for someone who's about to fall asleep all the time. <laughs> perfect. Yeah, <laughs> okay. because it doesn't matter. You can pick it right back up, and it's just like someone screaming or just like declaring like the universe is coming to an end. It's like, oh, okay, cool, yeah, it's I know perfect. what's going on. You don't you don't have to ruin about breaking up the flow of conversation because everyone's pretty much like expositioning kirby was uh you know he was a terrifically talented artist <laughs> and amazingly creative mind but yeah the stuff that he did on his own without you know some writing help was not that exciting i don't think I, i'm i don't know the 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 eternals is coming out and i keep wanting <clears throat> to be excited about that in some way but I've never <laughs> been excited about the Eternals in any fashion whatsoever. So I don't know. I just, I don't see, uh, I don't it's see written the... in really nice little chunks. So like you can just read like the first two parts of something. Like it, the, the lack of flow is good for uh, a tired man. <laughs> Dude. This is how you judge all your comics now. It's like, can I follow what's happening? Ah, so yeah, I mean, they're incredibly inventive. So there's always like cool, always awesome things about to happen. Uh, you know, like you might never see it again in the story, but it'll be like, oh, here's like a vampire world that's inside a building. You know, like just <laughs> like, like ah, really? that's that. yeah, I'll throw that in there. He was but maybe yeah, too great. creative. That was the problem. He needed someone yeah. to sort of like. Some okay. grounding. Yeah, just pull them back a little bit because it, otherwise it's just, you know, off in it's so like, many wait, directions. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. we're going to take Jimmy Olsen. We're going to team him up with a group of children from like the, from the 1950s. Yeah, 50s. We're going to have I mean, a supercar, and the car can go anywhere, right? But where it's really going to go is there's a weird other dimension of hippies. <laughs> Where it's like, it's like okay, I'm following super powered hippies. Yeah, I, I like where we're going. I, I love That's it. Great. I love it. Print it, Jack. It's terrific. But let's <laughs> let's pull it back a little. It's a little well, out there. On the in staying in in kind of the same ballpark, definitely uh, definitely Kirby. Uh, I've decided that I I kind of like reading reinterpretations of Kirby's work more than Kirby's work sometimes. Um, and have you guys checked out the uh, uh, Tom Scholey's Fantastic Four Grand Design? Oh, I have not. It's on my list to get to though. If you if you like the if you like the the Pisker stuff like Hip Hop Family Tree yes, yes. or or the X Men Grand Design you will you will love this and okay, it's cool. and, and there's no one no one better suited to do uh, a, a a brief history of of a Kirby uh, work than than Sholey. I mean you know we all know that he's obviously um, heavily influenced by Kirby and it's it is. Uh, God, how many, what's the grid pattern on this? What's a two, four, five, one, two? It's a yeah, ten grid 
um, um, panels on a uh, uh, per page. So I mean, it's fucking crammed in there. It's it's a lot. It's a it's a lot of information. A lot. It's a lot. Very curvy. It's a, it's a curvy. yes, exactly. I mean, it's it's. I mean, it's you know. A lot of of information. He's so. not about. He's not about the Kirby. wasn't you know, uh, wasn't spacing things out for the trade. He was going to no. jam as many things <laughs> to this story as possible. Whether it's like, wait, what's yes. happening? Like, yes, yes, this yeah, is I mean, It's all happening. Everything. <laughs> yeah, happening I mean, it's all happening. Some of these pages have twenty five panels on them. <laughs> That's just silly. When you get to the edge of the universe, there's a wall made out of gods, okay? (laughs) Just go with it. (laughs) I'll figure it out later. (laughs) Yeah. It just looks cool, okay? There's a bunch of, like, yeah, it does. It does look cool. What what was in those cigars he was chomping on, but... uh, Yeah. 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 He's right. It looks cool. Yeah. (laughs) The source wall makes complete sense. Um, Yeah, I mean, what's funny about... Is that we just kind of take a lot of it for granted. I mean, we do take a lot of his creativity for granted, just because. I mean, it's like it's it's kind of the the bible for for certainly the Marvel universe. You, you look back at, at how many Kirby creations are just kind of there, and you don't even you know realize it. It's the, the how many characters do you think he actually created over his career? Uh, um, it's got to be in the yeah. it's got to be in the thousands. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you were to count up every single character that, well, like Tom said, because he may have, you know, put 40 characters yeah. in one page and you never yeah. see him again, but they were yeah, there. He so. Like, who's that guy? We'll get to him later. Yeah. He's, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but, you know, if, if, you, if you're looking for a somewhat concise uh, history of, like, I would say Fantastic Four, like, one to a hundred-ish, um, yeah, it's fun. It's, it's uh, also good for bedtime, Tom. Oh, good. I enjoy it's, it. a good, it's a good bedtime reader. Yeah. Hey, yeah. you know, you got to you either got to pack as much in there because you only got me for about like 2 minutes. <laughs> so you got to you got to make sure that page I read is jam-packed full of action. <laughs> or well, forget it. Tell you will not you will not be wet down by these. Uh yeah, how about you, Sal? What you been what you been reading? Oh, you know, not much to be honest. I I this last couple of weeks <laughs> I haven't I haven't I it's, just well, yeah. I, there's two crazy, issues. Crazy One, I, well, mm-hmm. I just haven't had that much time, but it seems like every time I pick up a book, I've just I am not that interested in it, and and mm-hmm. it's 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 getting harder and harder for me to find things that sort of captivate me and 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 draw my interest and keep me reading for more than a page or two. I just I um. I don't know. There's just there's not a whole lot out there right now that I'm all that excited about. I keep going back to the Immortal Hulk. That's probably my favorite book that's that's going on right now. Cool. Uh, just because it's so weird and and out there and um, but yeah, I, I'm trying to think of what else. I, I, I had honestly, I've been watching a lot of television lately <laughs> and movies. I, I've been watching so, a lot of movies. I uh, I, I came out of. Uh, uh, the Star Wars, the uh, Rise of Skywalker, which was okay. I think we talked about it a little bit. It was okay. Uh, I didn't, I didn't hate it or, or you know, do backflips, you know, in, in love with it. But uh, then watched the Mandalorian, which loved the Mandalorian. Thought it was a lot of fun. And the whole, uh, have you guys watched it yet? Oh uh, yes, yes. No. Mm-hmm. yes. Um, so yeah. I didn't know really anything about the dark saber. 
which is the kind of the um, there's uh, the dark saber is an important part of the yeah. end of that series, and so. Um, uh, just watched a little research on it and decided to go back and and watch Rebels. Have you guys watched Star Wars Rebels? I've watched a little bit. I'm intending. I'm kind of saving it for my son is getting close mm-hmm. to like wanting to watch that stuff. So I'm kind uh, of uh, holding out until it can, it, it, uh, it can get a little dark. I was. Yeah. I'm well, hey, I mean, it's so can yeah. life. You know, <laughs> it's that's what I've taught my son. Things get dark. I had watched a few episodes here and there when it was on like Disney XD or whatever it was. I was like, oh yeah, this seems you know kind of cool, but you know I didn't care one way or the other at the time. And then I started getting in and and watching the series in its entirety. It's really smart. It is a really smart and and well done series. There's a ton of character development, and they get kind of dark. I mean, people people die. It's it is Star Wars. There are yeah. there blowing up ships and 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 there's death and and there's some kind of dark uh, uh storylines that go on there but it's really especially if you want to learn about mandalore and the mandalorians that becomes a really big uh part of the story but i'm i'm loving watching star wars rebels so i'm right there with you sal i've, I've been i've been probably watching more tv um than i I almost I don't watch that much TV, but I've been I've been watching that and a, a few other things. I got obsessed with um, <clears throat> Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the the latest uh, Quentin Tarantino <laughs> yeah. film, and I saw it twice in the theater. I've seen it like twice since that at home, mm-hmm. and uh, then I got on like uh, uh, I went I wanted to go back and start reading Helter Skelter again. So that's what it's, I've been sort of engrossed in. Going down a Charles Manson rabbit hole, huh? Well, just that. I mean, I'm I'm trying not to. Like, I don't I don't really want to um, focus on him. Yeah, not so much necessarily. I, I I was a little fascinated with some of the timeline in the movie, and then trying to think, and I couldn't remember a lot of that stuff because I had read it before, but I just I couldn't. You know, it was a long time ago. I was probably mm-hmm. in my twenties. <clears throat> And uh, so I decided to to read it again. So I've been, uh, yeah, I've just been going through that. And, and I forgot how uh, how just fucking brutal and outlandish that whole thing was. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, we all know. But it, it, I think when you get into kind of the details of it, it's like, Jesus, mm-hmm. I kind of forgot how nuts it was. But uh, oh, yeah. I'm trying to think, like, I, I guess what fascinated me about it, watching the film, was the idea... Uh, and I was listening to an interview with Quentin Tarantino and one of the interviewers was a podcast he was on and one of them asked him, you know, in his sort of like alternate reality universe where, you know, the, the Sharon Tate murders don't happen. How do you think that changes things? And he gave a, you know, very interesting, That's an interesting question. Yeah. Interesting question. It was a great question. And, um, he gave an interesting answer. He, you know, he, he, uh, obviously had thought about it a bit, but one of the things he kind of brought up was just like it was the end of the you know the hippie movement really i mean it was it just kind of like shut yeah. the door on that and that whole sort of thing um and and that was just sort of an interesting you know how it changed los angeles and um oh that's but, interesting well one yeah. of the th- like the one of the things he talked about was like before that happened you know there was it was really this 
you know, you would leave your doors open because he, he grew mm -hmm. up in L.A. You know, you would leave your doors open. You would you you would pick up hitchhikers. You didn't think twice about letting your kids run around. And then that happened and changed everything. You know, people were terrified. And they weren't they weren't they weren't harmless hippies anymore. They were they were no oh, yeah potential murderers. Yeah. yeah. There's an interesting. Um, uh, there's another documentary, short documentary on YouTube that I watched about about it was called like um, it was something about like the city, L.A. the city during the Manson, you know, and so they kind of tried to look at it like what was going on in the city at that time. Yeah. And it was the same sort of thing. One of the women they talked to was a a kind of famous. Um, what do you call it? Ro uh, like a, not a roadie. Um, groupie? Yeah, groupie. She was kind oh. of a famous mm -hmm. groupie, sorry. And she was talking about that, yeah, how it just, like, you couldn't dress like that anymore. You couldn't, you know, you, you people just looked at you differently after that because now they associated <clears throat> anyone that looked like that. Uh, and it's like, sure. well, he wasn't really a hippie, you know, like, they, they no. weren't, you know hippies necessarily but it just really changed that whole thing so that's where I, my, yeah. my huh. head's been for the last yeah. couple of weeks well, it's, it's, it's interesting you say that because you know i love the i love the movie and you know thinking back on it how much of a character la is in i mean it's really his it's a love letter to to late 60s hollywood and it, it and the city itself is almost a character in the in the movie which i you know i i loved it you were right you you told me to to make sure to watch it and i still think the dog is the hero but uh, that's <laughs> yeah. just that's just that's just me of course, of course. <laughs> no i'm i love i think it's mm -hmm. i think it's his i mean i'm i can't argue against like it being his best movie but i think it yeah. shows like the highest level of quality from him if that makes sense like his craft in this movie is as good as anything that he's ever done yeah um, I, I think when it's all when it's all done with him uh i think that people will still always go back to pulp fiction just because it was so such an important movie at, at the time and really established him as as a you know a, a giant director yeah agreed. Uh, i don't but think, I, I agree I, I think this is i think this is a better movie Right. That, exactly. I think I think it's mm -hmm. it's a be, it's a better, well, you know, more well created film. But mm -hmm. Pulp Fiction was just it was a spectacle, you know. Yeah. So yeah, but whatever. But it's yeah. awesome. I love it's I love Once Upon a Time Hollywood. I think it's phenomenal. I think and I think it's a shame that I think Leonardo DiCaprio should win an Academy Award for it, but he won't because Joaquin Phoenix is going to win. But um, yeah. Yeah, I, th I think he's uh, uh, fantastic yeah. in it. You want if you want to win an Oscar, play the Joker, baby. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Apparently, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I still haven't seen it, man. I still haven't seen it. <laughs> I I've seen it. I I, I like yeah. the Joker a lot. I know yeah. there's obviously you know a lot of debate back and forth about it, but I don't. Yeah, you know. yeah. I I thought it was fine. I guess I. I I do think it's a little like I don't know you know there's like I think Joaquin Phoenix does a a good a good job in it but I I also kind of feel like there's there's times where like there's just like a lot of acting happening like mm. just like 
the most acting possible. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it just feels acting. like... I'm going to act the shit out yeah, of this. Yeah, I'm going to act. I'm just going to act this out. You know, like... Which uh, <laughs> is fine. It's a fun... It, I, I think it's, like... I, I just find the entire conversation about that movie just, like, really... Just interesting. Just culturally. Because I just feel like, before it came out, people had, like, all kinds of thoughts about it. <laughs> of, like, to a degree... That, like, I don't know if the movie's really that, like, you know, like... Nuanced? Nuanced, to, <laughs> like, the, the conversation, you know, like, I, it's not, like, a movie full of, like, tons of, like, subtext, or, like, what's this movie trying to say? You know, like, it's very, like, clear. Well, that, yeah, it's I great. find it it's interesting. Kind, it's kind of like the Joker. Yeah, it's like, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like, yeah you know, sometimes it's, sometimes it's, it's just, it's just what it is. Yeah. And it's sort of like, all oh, this conversation, and it's like, it's strange, because it's just, I don't, like, it's a lot of talking around it, and instead of, like, you know. Like, yeah, I would agree. It is fascinating. I found it fascinating, like, people's opinions of it, where, like, they're, you know, it's like, oh, it's, it's, it's about this, or it's about that, or, you know. Uh, a lot of you know like it's about white you know white rage and and all sorts of different political things people put on it and i'm just like no it's a it's a fucked up person like going over the edge that's it's not really that you know uh deep i mean it's i think it's good i i enjoyed it i think it's a really good performance by him and but it's like people you know uh, talking so much about like what it is about and i was i was just like i don't think i I mean i don't see so much political sort of subtext in it that people seem to find i Um, I don't think there's there's like a lot of i think it's unfair to say that there's no there there but it's also like not not that deep right like it's like I guess like whatever you want to pour into it is like what you think it is. But like, I, I didn't find it to be like, I didn't walk out of there. Like, Whoa, that's thought provoking, you know, like, like that really like challenged some thought I had, or like made me think about things differently. Not that like every movie has to do that, but I feel like people talk about it. Like it is one of those movies and I'm just like, huh, I just, I don't see it. Like I, yeah, I don't know. Well, I think it's because it it almost is such an homage to those movies, you know, Scorsese films. Oh, yeah. In particular, yeah. yes, that, yeah. <laughs> you know that um, that I think that's where people are kind of pulling it from. It's like it, it's. Yeah. I mean, I I think there is some subtext to it. I think there is some something you can pull from it to some degree, but. I don't know. Yeah, it, it, I, 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 people seem to be like, well, like everything. You're just using it f- for or against some other argument. You know, you know. It's like it's just. Yeah, it was close to joining the muted list. <laughs> <laughs> almost made the list. It almost made it. Then it died down. Where I was like, God damn it! I cannot take another <laughs> person talking about the Joker on Twitter. Let's just. My biggest thing with the joke, I wish they, I wish, and it only happened a couple of times, but I wish they never mentioned Gotham City. Like, there was a couple of times in the movie where they mentioned it, and I was like, ah, it didn't need, you didn't ever need to put that in there. And when they did, it was like, eh, it kind of, 
Yeah, it, it was weird then. Like this yeah. doesn't. It's, need it's to just be like you know, let it let it be wherever it is. It yeah. does. Yeah, it's yeah. Not that I've seen it, but I know I know yeah. what you mean. Yeah, but nice. uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's. I mean, I, I think his performance was pretty good. But at least yeah. it was remarkable. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's not a lot. It'll of guys be funny it. when two people win Oscars for playing the Joker, and there'll be an article like is. Yeah, when are people going to take comic book movies seriously? <laughs> Jesus Christ, guys. I don't know if you noticed. Yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty uh, serious. They are all the movies, and they're also now winning awards. When so, like, TV shows. And... Yeah, they won. We won. The only thing we, they're not super we, successful we, in we is won. comic books. Yeah, yeah. it's the only, <laughs> only week area. Yeah, well, you know, it's still the lab. Um, one thing, Sal. I, one thing that might snap you out of it a little bit. I don't know if you want to be mm. snap, snapped out. Um, sure, always get the, groove again. Sal. Get, get, get yeah. Get Stella's <laughs> groove back. back. Um, two things that I've just been having fun reading uh, over the last I don't know four or five months. No, no. I don't uh, have have fun. you been Have you been checking out any of the um, DC hundred page giants? No, you mentioned those to me uh, the last time I think we talked, and I, I have not um, I have not looked at any of those. I don't. It's I have a hard it's, time with. Mm-hmm. You have a hard time with what? Like anthology books. Oh well, that's okay. So I'm going down the wrong path because I was going to say uh, it reads kind of like an anthology, so you can oh, just yeah. jump in, read a you know, no, read no, a, that. That's not great. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, want read. anthology. I want something meaty yeah. that I can dig into. That's, ah, the, okay. that's my problem. Is that I can't find anything like with any guts to it. You know, there's not a, uh, there's not much. Where's the guts? Where's the so guts, the, people? The second the second thing I was going to suggest. Oh. Uh, are some of the DC Black Label. Uh, the one that I'm reading right now that I really like is Wonder Woman Dead Earth. You I don't know would. No. <laughs> no, it's... Um, it's um, you know me, I'm a fool for the post-apocalyptic stories. This is... Uh, it's a story about... Um, it, the nuts and bolts of it are... Uh, like Bruce Wayne may have uh, uh, put Diana in a cryogenic chamber... And she uh, is awoken like uh, decades after after the apocalypse, and uh, so it's kind of like Mad Max meets Wonder Woman, and so she has to be the protector of of this this group of people. Demolition Man, <laughs> Demolition it's, Wonder Woman. Yeah, it's it's um, it's it's written and drawn um, by one one person, uh, Daniel Warren Johnson. Uh, does story and art, and Mike Spicer's color color coloring's great, and, uh, and good old Russ Wooten on the uh, on the lettering. Uh, it's a it's a it's a fun little read. Um, the and they're not I mean they're the prestige format, so they're kind of uh, oversized. It's like seven bucks for I guess what would be a little bit more than a standard comic, so they're expensive. But uh, I did like that one. It's I, I love. Uh... I was well, there. That's the end of the world. Oh, right there. That's yeah. the post-apocalyptic. <laughs> I was trying to get into Joe Hill's line of horror stuff uh, that's under the yeah, black label. Um, I liked his Basketful of Heads, the first issue that I thought was pretty interesting. And then is that the, is that the one about the stand-up? No, no, that's uh, Dying Is Easy. Okay. Yeah. Um, which I didn't care for that one so much. 
Fair. Uh, the first issue of it, but uh, but Basketball Heads is pretty good. It's he's um, he, he has such outlandish sort of he has that quality that his father has shown in some stuff, not everything that he does, but there's occasionally that like where something just comes out of completely out of left field. You know, like you're following mm-hmm. along reading the story, and then all of a sudden it's just like, what the fuck? Like that makes no sense, but somehow he makes it work. And that's okay. like Joe Hill has that same kind of thing where like he's able to just throw something completely wacky into a story and you, you're just like, wait a minute, what? And then somehow he makes it work pretty well. And uh, it's a, it's an interesting when, when he does it. But Basketball Heads is definitely kind of one of those weird – it almost – it made it, – it kind of reminded me a little bit of a John Carpenter movie. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, like um, – even the, did you have a soundtrack in your head? <laughs> yes, <laughs> John Carpenter, like very you know, very simple uh, keyboard yeah. soundtrack. You know, eerie, yeah, very eerie, like, very eighties, yeah, two chords, synthesizers, <laughs> synthesizer, yeah. Um, no, it did. It it, it had. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure how to how to explain that exactly. I don't know why it made me feel uh, like some of John Carpenter stuff, but but it definitely gave me that vibe for some reason. So. Um, yeah, basketball heads is pretty pretty good. Cool. I've been wanting to. I've been now. What uh, what publisher is that? Is that that's IDW? Black Label? No, no, that's DC. Okay. That's oh, it's that's, DC. Okay, it's, he's okay. he's like curating um, a line of horror books under. And it, well, he does this interesting thing in it too, where uh, it's like an old school thing because I think there's three or four titles in his line. Um, okay, and. There's so there's the main story and then there's a backup story and the backup story oh. is it's called Sea Dogs and it's sort of this pirate story horror story thing and it I miss I miss the backup well I'm this glad, is it, I'm glad someone's doing backup yeah, that doing, backup in there he's got the backup in there but it's mm. the chapters run in the different books so you have to buy all the books oh of course <laughs> yeah. so it's his, his oh, line so, is, oh so it's across all the books it's across so it's not, all the books yeah oh that's that's sneaky yeah it's hill house comics that's his line of of horror books from dc is is hill house yeah. and so um yeah you have to you have to buy all of them to read the backup story of c ah, okay yeah until the super deluxe edition comes out and has right as sure so yeah. What were some of your favorite backups whenever you were growing up? Uh, kind of the oh, when geez. when backups were, you know, kind of a in a lot of comics. I'll be honest, I kind of hated backups. <laughs> what? I did. I didn't I didn't cuz I always felt like it was always like it was reading an artist. anthology. It was robbing it was robbing you. <laughs> yeah, it was I'm it was just filler and bullshit and it, it was usually someone I'd never heard of you know, as the writer artist. And I don't know, I'm trying to think of any that I enjoyed and I don't know that. Man Hunter. Uh, yeah, that was okay. That was, I don't know. I, 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 I was not a bad that shitty, that shitty artist, uh, Walter Simonson. Well, <laughs> no, of course not. Was that Archie? Was that Archie Goodwin that wrote that? Uh, um, I don't know. I don't remember, man. I have it right here. Yeah. It's Archie Goodwin. And so, and it's still beautiful as I look at it right now. I love that series. I love it. I actually, I don't. I love the idea of that character. I remember drawing the the costume a lot. Right, and he had Chinese throwing stars. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why yeah. did an alien from 
Mars? <laughs> Why not? No. Give them Chinese. The, the, if the alien wants the Chinese throwing stars. Wait, is it Chinese throwing it, stars? No, but, just... no, not Martian Manhunter. Manhunter, people. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, right. Manhunter. Before Martian. Are we sure the term Chinese throwing stars is a real term, or did we just. <laughs> <laughs> Do we make up. No, Chinese throwing stars. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know why they were Chinese. Yeah, yeah I'm just looking Chinese at it. I'm just looking at a shuriken. <laughs> shuriken. Well, that's yeah. Japanese. Okay, I'm sorry. I was just making sure that we didn't just accidentally make up like a <laughs> ridiculous term. China. I think you had Chinese oh. ones, and then the the shuriken was <laughs> the ninja throwing stars. That was the that was the Japanese ones. So. Yeah, because uh, yeah. Moon Knight yeah, started out as a backup, right? I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, and that was that was some, some good. But yeah, I, I I totally know what you're talking about. A lot of there were a lot of backups that were that were hot garbage. But uh, but there's been some that that was kind of a way to, to to test drive new characters for for a while, see if they fit. So yeah, that's because uh, like yeah. was wasn't Firestorm a flash backup? Yes, right. Okay. I was gonna say Flash had a bunch of backups. Yeah, you know they had Green Lantern was a backup for a while in it. You know when he was a toy salesman, I think, uh, <laughs> or an insurance. The salesman. good old days. <laughs> it's good old days. They're like, I don't know, what do we do with them? I don't know. <laughs> toy sell insurance. <laughs> Test pilot to toy salesman. Haunted Tank. <laughs> that was my favorite backup. I think. <laughs> yeah. <Haunted> Doctor <laughs> Fate was a good backup by Marty Pascal. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Giffen. That was like interesting. It was weird looking, so it was kind of like, "What? What is this?" You know, as opposed to like kind of like a dull. You know, I never. I was never a huge Firestorm fan. Oh, I know what my favorite backup was. Mm. It was uh, Call the Conqueror, Crawl the Con, Crawl, Crawl from in the Conan magazine. Oh, okay. That, that was, was probably like... my favorite backup ever. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember. Liked I remember those. Liked, uh, Conan. Uh, as someone who has not read that, it it seems odd to me to just follow up a one barbarian, barbarian with uh, another with one. A con- well, with a conqueror. With a conqueror. Oh, <laughs> Cold <Barbarian>. conqueror. <laughs> what? What? Why did you like it more than Conan? Um. Gosh, I'm trying to. This was a long time ago, so I'm uh, you to just remember. I just kind of remember liking it. I. I I would like read those stories first. Um, oh, it might have been the art. Script. I don't know at the time uh, who the artists were, but I bet I I would bet that is probably why because I probably liked whoever the artist was more uh, at that time than whoever was doing Conan. But I don't remember. To be honest, I, come on, I'm old. You you guys are asking. Yeah, me. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> You got Conan, you got Call, you got all kind of, you got this the uh, all the great. Oh, um, it was, it was, it was yeah, it was John John Buscema and Bill Sienkiewicz. So pretty, pretty good. On Call or go. on Con- on both? Were, were they, was this they- is uh, oh it's, okay. Uh, this was in the magazine, so this would have been Conan the Barbarian. I think the magazine, if I'm remembering correctly, which could be completely off. Um. Yeah, well, there's Chronicles of Cull, um, and that's like, yeah, like Wally Wood. 
No, it would have been after that. Yeah. I think. I don't know, dude. I can't. Yeah. Who knows? A lot of Roy Thomas. Thomas. A lot of Roy yeah. Thomas. Lot of Roy this Thomas. is a losing proposition. Mm-hmm. Three old guys trying to remember. <laughs> yeah, well, this is not going anywhere. <laughs> this segment's just three guys. I don't know. I, it was a long time ago. Yeah, it's the 80s. Just as, just as long as we don't start talking about Kevin Sorbo. Oh, well, you know. I could talk about Sorbo all day. We didn't talk about Joe Rogan. You want to talk about Joe Rogan? <laughs> I could talk all about right, Joe. I'm, I'm, muting, I'm muting Kevin Sorbo as well. <laughs> No, cor- no Sorbo talk on no my on my timeline. Uh, yeah, Joe Rogan. That was a yeah. I, I I made someone very angry. I didn't really mean to, but one of one of our listeners got angry at me uh, on Twitter uh-huh. because of uh, Joe Rogan. But uh, because yeah. like Joe Rogan or don't like Joe Rogan. Well, I think because I like Joe Rogan and he doesn't like Joe Rogan, but I didn't want to like argue with him about whether or not Joe Rogan uh, gives a platform to Nazis. <laughs> I really just oh. didn't feel like getting into that on Twitter on a Friday afternoon. <laughs> I, yeah, I understand. I understand. And, and so uh, I, I kind of tried to just be like, yeah, I don't, I don't agree, but that's cool. And, and, and that and he wasn't happy with that. So, yeah. Uh, at oh. some point, I just said, I'm not here to make you happy, man. I don't know. I don't know what to do for you. Oh, chasing the listeners by one. <laughs> yeah, well. Great. Every, every listener is precious. Uh, Everyone yeah. is precious. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, I looked up Kevin Sorbo on Twitter, and he's crazy. I might actually. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Tom. Yes, yes, he is. I is didn't he? know this, so no. Why is he crazy? <laughs> Uh, it's just like a lot of like right off the bat some memes that would make me think like ooh okay is he a Trump <laughs> supporter oh yes oh <laughs> hard All right, Kevin welcome hard. now you have now ended the blocked and muted list <laughs> oh well you know what are you I know do? sorry guys mm-hmm. what are you gonna do? Kevin Sorbo Kevin he Sorbo. Also, another hero uh, of mine destroyed another hero gun. The banner of his Twitter uh, account is advertising a movie called Let There Be Light, uh, which is uh, um, available in Walmart right now. Oh. It looks like it looks like one of those movies about dying and going to heaven. Oh, boy. And then coming back or something. Like, there's, like, right. a ghost boy. It's like, I'm just looking at it right now. <laughs> Riveting audio as I describe the banner on Kevin's store. Everyone should go check it out themselves. It looks like a really incredible movie. This, uh... I'm there. I'm there. Uh, yeah. So anybody else reading or watching anything of interest other than, than their, their own children and, and oh, falling asleep okay. within two seconds of hitting the pillow? Oh, We're no, an no. exciting fucking bunch, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. Just mm-hmm. living dynamically. I, you know, I, I did... Did we talk about The Mandalorian more than briefly than saying that we, we liked it? I think we did last time. We talked about it a bit. I'm not okay. exactly sure. I just want to reiterate that um, if anything, um, John Favreau should just be famous for coming up with the idea of Baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> just those two things. Like, yeah, of it's course. A, I mean, Duh. It's yeah, the greatest should... invention since Yoda. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, it's on Yoda. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. It's like they looked at Yoda and was like, "Why'd you make him so fucking old?" <laughs> we need a baby. But that would be a cute fucking baby. <laughs> yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. yeah I did I'm, watch. I'm, mm-hmm, go ahead. Now I have Disney Plus. I do sometimes have like like a true sad man in his like old age. Just like sometimes I just put on Star Wars. <laughs> have yeah. on in the background. I've been, I've been there. Like, maybe I'll just and watch Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> I was watching uh, the original Star Wars last night while I was doing some work, and uh, I would. It's funny that you mentioned that thing about Star Wars getting dark because my son has been showing interest in Star Wars, and I was like watching it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's right. Darth Vader like chokes a guy to death in the fr- <laughs> in the first." <laughs> like, <laughs> like the first ten minutes, that'll be interesting to explain. Yeah. And then twenty minutes later, you know, Aunt Peru and Uncle Owen are charred oh, corpses. Yeah, yeah, it's like <laughs> ones. Yep, that one's also one where I'm like, oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, this was. Uh... I mean, what always struck me about that is like, did, like how they got really charred all the way down to their bones. Well, stormtroopers don't fuck around, and like they torched them. I, I. In hindsight, I'm like that. There was some art director went crazy with that. It, it is That's counter to any other stormtrooper um, actions that you see anywhere else. I mean, they it, it they seem thorough. Yeah, they, they yeah, it seemed extra extra thorough. So maybe there's a room for a backstory there that maybe it wasn't just um, stormtroopers. Yeah, maybe there was someone else. There's a backup. There's a backup story in some extended universe comic. There is. But, there's a backup story there. Wasn't there? Uh, you guys have seen the uh, that fan made YouTube thing from a while back? Troops, which is a takeoff on cops, but it's the stormtroopers. Yes. And oh, it's fucking brilliant. There's. It is so so like funny. Ben and uh, uh, Uncle Ben or Uncle Owen. Wait, Uncle Owen, right? Yeah, Uncle Owen. Owen's. Yeah, it's like a domestic a domestic ab- uh, abuse call. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's and they actually end up killing themselves. Yeah. I do something you know, in the yeah. That's it was. I have not thought about that in years, and yeah. it's brilliant. I'm gonna have to watch that again. It's really I will, well done. Yeah, I mean, in the I will say in the first Star Wars is probably the most competent the stormtroopers are. Oh. I was thinking about this. <laughs> like, that was that one of my looks... favorite scenes in Mandalorian. Is with the two. Uh, 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 speeder bike troopers are set, and one of them starts trying to shoot the can on the ground, and he keeps missing. I thought yeah. that was subtly very brilliant. First it's Star like, Wars, it's like, oh yeah, these guys like you saw them fighting like the uh, the rebel, you know, soldiers on the ship. You see them take out the Jawas. They obviously are thorough enough to burn the corpses of those two people down to their bones. Um, I mean, they do kind of fail very hard in the Death Star at just capturing, like, four people running around. you think they'd be able to, like, figure that out. But they, they do show some competence. Yes, and then less and less. The other um, <laughs> joke in there was Bill Burr. When, uh, he's, uh, I can't remember what the Mandalorian says, something about him... Mm. And he's like, I'm not a stormtrooper. <laughs> yeah. He's like, that's not very impressive. I am thrilled that they left room for, for Bill Burr to, to have a, a recurring role. He, you know he's going to be back in season two. 
that I, that and that was without a doubt my favorite episode of the series was the I, 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 could, I, love, I could watch I love heist films of just yeah. that group of of near duels oh, yeah. running around you know being bad yeah. criminals that was absolutely fantastic Star Star Wars heist movie yes you know or series absolutely yeah I take that just like criminals yeah. running around the Star Wars universe just a bunch of like you know like low level scumbag criminals you know getting scum and just get like Ed Brubaker to write Star Wars, you know, like take criminal and turn it into Star Wars. You know, that's all you just need. adapt the stories of the Star Wars universe. It's not a big deal. It's just do it. It's not hard. Yeah. Jeez, this is a, this Lasers is a, and I, fucking, you know, light swords. Come on. Mandalorian knew how to, I will say, knew how to use like guest actors extremely eff- effectively, especially even as like voice over yeah. artists. Yeah, Nick Nolte wasn't that. even distracting. Well, a little bit. No, it was great. <laughs> well, only once you knew it was Nick Nolte. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, who is that? And I was like, ah, there you well, go. My question about that is, so was it just a voiceover job for Nick Nolte? Because there's no way that was him under the makeup, right? Like, that guy was like four no. foot tall. So yeah, yeah. I don't. Like I don't know how much of that was CGI, or if there. I mean, that could have been makeup and just how they shot. It. I don't know, but uh, um, yeah. But I was kind of saying this time. It's like Nick Nolte's in this. I'm like, oh, it's that guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, here's ah, my yes. theory on stormtroopers, though. I have I have several theories about okay. why stormtroopers are such terrible shots. Apparently, you know, all the time. One, I thought that they could always, you know. If you've wanted to explain it, what you could say is that whenever there's a Jedi around, they're sort of using a, a low force push at all times to just yeah, make the make. stormtroopers kind of lame. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're not able to just, you know, but like if you're running around the Death Star, you know, in the first, say in the first movie, you have uh, Obi-Wan. Like he's just sort of emitting a low yield force you know, fuck up field the entire time he's around. And so you can kind of explain it. And then on the opposite side of it, you could say, you know, that they're only, you know, they were only um, able to do the stuff they were able to do because of, you know, Vader was there to sort of guide them with whatever the dark side of the force, that kind of thing. So I think there's, you could explain it some ways. There's some force, there's some force magic going on there. There's magic going on. You could, I can see that. Yeah. All right. All right, I'll accept it. Okay, there we go. Yeah, explained. explained. Not a problem. It's fixed. <laughs> it's fixed. I got it. <laughs> That's you know back to back to rebels. It, it is one of the things I I really like and respect about the show is that you know, they they are able to actually shoot people. So you see, it's uh like I said, it gets a little dark. So it's like good guys get shot and 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 die in battle and that kind of stuff. So people get shot all over the place. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's good. It's good. Check it out. I want to get your opinion on it. Um, it yeah. uh, look forward to my son Disney crying about us. Yeah, yeah. It's a Star Wars, Star Wars properties. So Everything. Everything's yeah, on Everything Disney Plus. Yes. It's on there. Have you, oh, they're following Star- the, um, Marvel. Mm-hmm. Marvel. Yeah. Everything Marvel. Uh, do either of you guys follow the not Disney Plus Twitter feed? No, <laughs> it's pretty hilarious. I would I would suggest following it. It's pretty funny. It's they just post like 
mock posters of Disney property stuff, but very sarcastically. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's pretty good. I think it's uh, my kids use it exclusively to watch um, Toy Story Two. They watch it every weekend. <laughs> over and over and over. And over. They don't want to watch Toy Story One. They've seen it. Don't care. <laughs> Toy Story Three, eh, a little too dark for them. Toy Story Two. That's the sweet right, spot. It's right, the, the chef's yeah. kiss. Yeah, perfect. Oh, wait, Dad, exactly. it's the it's the Empire Strikes Back of Toy yeah, Story they, movies. They That's the <laughs> movie they want to watch. Yeah, same thing. Like they just watch the same movies over and they're still. My daughter's seventeen. She's going to college in the fall. Uh, there is a movie from her childhood that she still will watch. It is her absolute favorite movie. It is an animated film, and she will watch it over and over and over again. And it is her favorite movie of all time. And I would, I would give you a hundred guesses, and you would not be able to f- fucking guess what movie it is. Uh, and I'm still confused by it. I don't understand why she loves. No one else. No one. She's had to have watched this movie more than any other human being. What is it? The Fantastic Mr. Fox. Have you ever even seen Hilarious. That yeah, with George Clooney. Yeah, George Clooney and it's the Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's uh, fantastic. What's his name? It's um uh, uh terrific. Yeah, director. that guy. The, the yeah. director uh, um Andrew no Wes Anderson. Uh, Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. Yeah. yeah. Yep. She loves that she will watch <laughs> that movie anytime. And I'm just like, why do you like this movie so much? I don't I don't get it. It's the weirdest weirdest selection of a of a favorite film I What's her, what's her what, what does she say? She doesn't know. She just loves it. She, I mean, there's nothing. She, I, I don't know. I don't know if she knows why she loves it so much. There's not, <laughs> I, I can't tell you. I don't know why she loves it. She just does. Yeah. Absolutely loves that movie. It's the weirdest. Yeah. She's a weirdo. That's a, well, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't fall far from the tree, right? Well, you know, I do like <laughs> white men can't jump. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, when we mentioned Demolition Man earlier, I wanted mm-hmm. to jump and say, has anyone watched Demolition Man recently? Oh, yeah. Well, not that recently. Because you should. Yeah. That movie's insane. Oh. <laughs> like, yeah. I think it's it's insanely, like, prophetic. I think it's it's oh, you know, yeah. about the future yeah. pretty well. It's like, oh, shit, yeah. They I, always get, I always get Demolition Man and um, and Judge Dredd mixed up a little bit. I could see like that. Yeah. Well, it's the like, Stallone factor. Yeah. Yeah. And he's kind yeah, of it, wearing the same thing almost. Yeah. Demolition Man has Wesley Snipes, right? This is true. Yes. And Judge yes. Dredd has Armand Asante. Yeah. Ah, okay. Different. Yeah. Which also, we, we talked about Dolomite is my name. Wesley Snipes was really good in that. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was terrific. Yeah. Did that get any any uh, nominations? I believe I know it you're has. on top. Um, okay, good. I think did Wesley. I think Wesley Snipes may have gotten a nomination for best really? recording. Um, I don't. I don't know if Eddie. I'm did. looking it up. I'm looking I it up. I'm looking it up right now, guys. Go look yeah. it up. Yeah, that's old, probably, if not old, my favorite old. movie of last year. It was. It was the one that that surprised me and probably entertained me the most. I I thought that movie was awesome. And it's funny going to a. I went to a, a record store uh, in the city or in the town where I work, and they've re-released a lot of the Rudy Ray Moore uh, records on vinyl oh, now. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, I don't know if I need to play that in the home office during the day. No. Hmm. 
No, no nominations. No, nominations. no? Oh, no right. zero nominations. Zero nominations. Nineteen seventeen got everything. Yeah, have you seen it yet? I, I'm so I s- have. Yeah, you good. Like it. I. Uh, I'm so sorry. What? <laughs> I uh, I thought it was phenomenal. Okay. Until like the last five minutes, kind of got cornball and and mm. didn't ruin the film for me in any way but yeah i just kind of wish the last five didn't, minutes didn't yeah. exist but didn't, didn't the, stick didn't didn't stick the landing yeah just a little bit but the rest of it is is fantastic um it's uh really interesting how it was shot more than anything i mean it's the story itself is nothing spectacular I mean, it's a, it's mm-hmm. a decent enough war story, but it's more how the film is shot is is really the the amazing part of it. Um, yeah, that's what I've heard. Is yeah, the the yeah. editing? Yeah, yeah, the cinematography editing. Do um, they spend the last five face. minutes setting up World War Two? <laughs> <laughs> oh, great! A franchise. <laughs> no. no, nothing like, that bad. Was, nothing that bad. No, there was. Uh, it was 19, really just like a couple of little. Nineteen thirty-eight. Nineteen thirty. But um, yeah, really cool. Really, I mean, I've never seen a film shot quite like it. it it's it's almost. I mean, it looks like one extended take the entire yeah. thing. I mean, obviously, if you you know pay attention, you can see where things where the are, edits are, are edits are. But it's really unbelievably well done, and it's interesting because uh, and I didn't know um, this beforehand, but I was talking to a friend of mine about it, and I'm like, he really loved it, and he was telling me about it. So after I watched it, I was talking with him and I was like, yeah, it was interesting. I felt like I was watching a play in some ways. Like it Mm. felt very Mm -hmm. much like a stage play with like a animated background. Like if you were able to take a set and animate the background, but the actors were, you know, were, were always on the set. And interestingly enough, I guess that's how Sam Mendez, the director, uh, talked to the actors about, um, he wanted them to treat the frame as a stage and that's uh-huh. how he wanted them to, to, to work it. And I was like, Oh yeah, that makes perfect sense. Cause that's, that's what it looked like. But it also gave well, me a feeling of like, um, one of my favorite movies ever is rear window by Alfred Hitchcock because you know, the entire film almost takes place in one uh, setting where mm-hmm. this doesn't take place in one setting, but it's one, it's almost shot. one shot. Yeah. The entire thing yeah. is one shot. So it's pretty interesting. Well, you know, the cool. thing about the projected feeling that it's projected behind them is sort of interesting because uh, tying it back to the Mandalorian, they've been using all kinds of new filming techniques with the Mandalorian where a lot of the settings, the backgrounds aren't green screen. They're digital projections that oh. are filmed. Like, so the actor, because there's this big article where Werner Herzog was talking about like filming the movie and he said that it was kind of incredible to be like there aren't any green screens you feel like you are standing there because like so they're, the they're like they used to take a set like say you were in an apartment at night in New York City mm-hmm. and they would wrap the outside of the windows with a painting or you know a, a picture <laughs> of the skyline so it's that same sort of thing but they're projecting but in, digital projection. Digital like they have these extremely high quality digital projections that create the environment around you. Right? Oh, that's so cool. like so it's like almost like a holodeck. Yeah. 
Like they, they it's yeah. like all the stuff that they're trying out with the uh, with the Mandalorian. I want to get one of those for my house. Make my house look better. <laughs> I'm just, but like, there's lots that I'll have to dig up the link to that where he was sort of talking about like you did feel like you were on an alien world because oh, like wow. the fidelity of it was so high, right? Like that you were like, oh, like I am standing in this set, you know, like I am on this planet. So like, was this it just like the the backgrounds or the actual like floor you're standing on and and things you're in? I think it's with? a mix of stuff, like the backgrounds are digital projections a lot. Like, okay. if they're on, like... Uh, Tatooine uh, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I think that they mixed in practical objects, like, close to them. Right. And I'm sure there is some green screen, just, like, out of production reality. Yeah, right. But I know that they were using a lot of those. Like, that's, like, this thing that they wanted that they wanted to start trying. Was I'm like, sure the actors probably like that more because... I know, you know, you listen to actors talk about working with green screens and it's kind of, you know, such an impersonal sort of thing. It's a little difficult sometimes to act yeah. to a tennis ball or pretend, mm-hmm. you know, that there's, you know, this world around you that's not. It's just green. Yeah. That's cool. I, I, I'm going to have to look into that. I, I did re- I did remember mm-hmm. hearing something about it and I think I saw just like an article, but I didn't actually read it. I, I just saw the, like the picture. Yeah. I didn't quite understand it until you explained it. That's that's pretty cool. Or it's like very, like you walk out and you're like, oh my god, like this looks like I'm standing in this place. You know that that's the level of like quality to it, which obviously, I mean, would make a huge difference rather than just you know like when you watch those like Star making of Star Wars and someone's literally standing in a totally green environment talking to, like, a tennis ball on a stick. Right. (laughs) There's, like, literally nothing there that's real. You know, like, think of what a huge difference that would be to at least, like, feel like you are in the place, you know? Like, instead of just in this giant green space talking. Well, the green thing's back to Joe Rogan. (laughs) Oh, oh, here uh, we go. Yeah, when... um, Because all things come back to Joe Rogan. (laughs) When Robert Downey Jr. was on there uh, recently, he was talking about the green screen a little bit. He touched on it just a little bit, and he was talking about, you know, kind of the difficulties of it and why he was kind of happy to maybe do something other than Iron Man or the Avengers because it's like, you you know, you just spend so much time talking to a tennis ball, and it's, it's a little... Uh, you know, weird. I guess I would imagine. Uh, you know, to, to to go through that as a someone that's spent most of their life trying to um, you know evoke emotion with other people, conversations. Uh, I would imagine that's kind of difficult, but that's kind of cool. I want to. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look into that. What did you think of um, Tom? I mean, I know you're a huge Werner Herzog yeah, fan. Werner Herzog. I mean, what did you think when you first heard he was going to be in this show, and 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 what did you think after watching it with him? And my first thought was they have micro targeted me solely by <laughs> combining all of my interests into one uh, into one thing. I you know, but that that goes into what I was saying that I think that they did such a good job with a- actors, like putting them in roles that like it seemed like they were all into it. Even like Werner Herzog, who accordingly has never seen a Star Wars. Right. <laughs> you know, like he has never seen a Star Wars. And like I thought it was it it was just it was interesting to see a Star Wars movie 
or a TV show where like the characters were interesting, <laughs> like yeah. interesting yes. people, yes. right? You know, it's like like, like Warner Herzog's character is interesting because he's not just uh, shouting, saying exposition to you, yeah, of like what's happening, you know, or like even the robots were more interesting. Interesting because you don't have to. They're not. The thing I liked about the Mandalorian so much was that they did such a great job of when to do exposition and when not to. Mm-hmm. Whereas when Star Wars is really bad, is when <laughs> it's just like someone just telling you what's happening directly to you. You know, where it's like you're an idiot, and now someone because they have to because the whatever's happening is so like. We don't have enough time, so I literally have to say to you right now what's happening, <laughs> so we can get to the next thing, right? Yeah, we've got to. We, yeah, we got to move this plot along, kids. Got to move this plot along. So I'm just going to tell you what's happening. Um, but uh, what was cool about the show is sort of seeing, like, you know, Bill Burr's character or any of those like criminal characters, where like we don't know everything about them, right? Or like. We don't know like every like little detail about them and their characters are kind of interesting and they're played by interesting people and it's just like oh like well and also it was it was you know especially with with actors like Bill Burr who is not a Star Wars nerd or and he's not just some sort of like fill in or or you know um, he's just being Bill Burr. You know what I mean? Like he's just yeah. Bill Burr. He's just a human. He's just a real person. Now he's just happens to be in this costume yeah. and in this setting and in this world. But he's just still being kind of him. Yeah. Same with Werner Herzog. He's just being Werner Herzog. Exactly. Yes. But it completely <laughs> works because you're so used to seeing the you know the sort of uh, uh, snotty uh, you know tight lipped British soldier yeah. guy playing another imperial bad dude and, and yeah, Peter like, Cummings yeah. I've seen this a hundred times already I've seen you know it's like or the yeah. the fresh faced uh, you know uh, sort of naive uh, hero uh, whatever you know that kind of thing and, instead of just like oh these are actual people with you know motivations of their own and and sort of consequences to their actions and and things that they want and things in their way. It's not that hard. Like it's basic storytelling. Yeah. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, give, put somebody put two people in a room and they both want something different. You know, that's like the most basic way to write a scene. And it, and that's kind of what every scene you see that you have the Mandalorian and you have someone else mm-hmm. and they both want something diametrically diam, diametrically 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 opposed to one another and there's your conflict that's you know what i mean it's yeah but it's like we don't see that in so much star wars because it's it's wrapped in this grandiose thing where a lot of times that simple element of just yeah. like this person wants this this person wants something else and they're who's gonna win in this scene yeah and that's just it's not win. beholden to some larger yeah mythos that it's trying to like fulfill yeah yeah that's a a perfect word fulfill like we have to end this with this thing you know like it's not trying to fulfill some legacy it's just telling a story it's just like its own story where nothing in that story is crazy like (laughs) like the guy the bounty hunter it turns out to be sympathetic towards the like lost child because of his own past like 
Yeah, it's not so groundbreaking, sure. but they just did it well. So you care, you know, as a, you know, like uh, the Android, the assassin robot gets reprogrammed to protect, you know, and it mm-hmm. sacrifices itself. You know, there's nothing like insane about that. It's like, oh, yeah, that was the story that you would tell. But they mm-hmm. tell it. They did such a good job of telling it in a way that's like, oh, yes, this is what I liked about Star Wars. Because like right, the first Star Wars, there's nothing crazy in that. Like, right, it's a kid that doesn't want to be on the farm anymore, and it's a very yeah, relatable yeah. thing. Like, he wants to get off the farm and away from his parents and live yeah. an exciting life, and then he gets it, and it's not exactly what he thinks it's going to be, and then, you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. it's yeah, it's not insane. It just, it, 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 people it's forget. done well in an interesting way. Yeah. Even not to the, rack too hard on the new Star Wars movies, but. No. The only thing about the Mandalorian that there was a there whenever he would go into the um, sort of Mandalorian cave place yeah. and that woman uh, Mandalorian the, <laughs> yeah the armorer yeah it was just yeah, like the, the weird sort of Rocky four montages in those scenes. Oh, of the yes. of the taking the metal and yeah me, yeah. <laughs> yeah it was just like this is really intricate this is a really like uh, weirdly. Um, devoted scene to this moment every time yeah. that he goes in there. Well, it, well, and and that's that's kind of you know back to you know Star Wars Rebels and Clone Wars is the Mandalorian armor is kind of a big deal. So it's it's that is it's it's important to those characters. That's a it's the armor yeah, I, is I, I, unique I just, to them. Yeah, I knew that, but I know, you know I know, I mean? like the, they already said that weird. you don't have to. Yeah. I don't think you have to yeah. like over. Uh, but this brings up another question. Somebody, I don't remember who it was, but somebody I heard talking about this. And I was like, so is Boba Fett a Mandalorian or does he just steal Mandalorian, some Mandalorian's armor? And is he, is he um, using, uh, what do they call it when you steal Valor? Stolen Valor? Oh, He's, Stolen Valor. Is Boba Fett... I, is that why I, he sucks so hard? <laughs> nice. Uh, I would assume he's just a, I would assume he's a Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah, a Mandalorian is a creed, know. not a race. This is true. As, yeah. Yeah. as he said, mm-hmm. you don't have yeah. to. Yes, I would say he is from Mandalore. Um, but he looks, he's pretty inept. <laughs> he looks like a <laughs> I'll be honest. He's kind of <laughs> shitty at his job in comparison to the other Mandalorians that we saw. He didn't do a whole lot, to be honest. I mean, oh. he looked cool. You look cool. You look cool. He did look cool. Yeah, and they and they and they made they made an entire story and planet based on on him Boba Fett looking cool. cool, When I was watching the uh, watching the original Star Wars, of course, you know, like it's got all the shit that Uh Lucas has added over the years, and there's that scene where like the weird CGI Boba Fett, uh, um, Jabba the Hutt is talking to Han Solo. Outside the Millennium Falcon, uh-huh. you know that's never in the original one, yeah. and that every see it, I'm just like, oh god, why is this yeah. in here? Yeah, yes. there's like a moment where Boba Fett's just standing there, and like the camera just lingers on him, like it's Looking just like cool. yes, Boba Fett's <laughs> now yep. in this movie. <laughs> so, uh, so, so, Bo- the, from the internets, uh, Boba Fett. <laughs> Boba Fett himself is not technically a Mandalorian ah. in Star Wars lore, being instead a clone of a Mandalorian, Jango Fett, and raised not on Mandalore, yeah. but on a planet called Kamino. So he's not That's a Mandalorian. 
Oh. He is what not he Mandalorian. He is a clone. He is a clone of Mandalorian. Well, you when you make a copy of something, it's never quite as good as the original. Good. He's a copy. Yeah. That's, that's... yeah. <laughs> I forgot all about that. It's true. We yeah. saw all that. <laughs> yeah. Now I remember the movie. There was a whole movie about that, wasn't it? <laughs> it's like, oh, much, what is this? What's happening? <laughs> we needed blue and silver. Boba yeah. Fett. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was the. He was the one. He was the one clone that Django got to got to raise, right? And to think that he just dies because somebody accidentally hits his jetpack <laughs> into the Starlight pit. <laughs> the Starlight pit. It's like, come on, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. Yeah, I think I think the comics uh, wrote wrote him out of that death scene that he uh, that he actually Bullshit. got out. Well, Pat Oswald has a wrote him back in. I think he has that whole. Uh, tirade that he went on in 30 Rock or not 30 Rock, Parks and Rec. Oh, Parks and Rec. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has a whole... Thing comes back. Yeah. Uh, I mean, think about think about that like that bounty hunter scene in Empire Strikes Back. Uh, like the whoever... the Oh, that one like 45 second scene. Yeah. yeah, that like spawned a thousand spin-off. Yeah. It's like, IG-88 is my favorite character. I'm just like, he stood <laughs> there for like... Five seconds. Well, that was what was cool about I'm the Mandalorian, a, though, is that you I'm finally got to man. see him do something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Me, I'm a Bosk man. You're a Bosk <laughs> fan. I knew that. I knew. Dun- was it Dungar? Is that another one of the guys? <laughs> oh man, what a yeah. what a, what a bunch of sad nerds we are. Oh yeah, yeah. And ah. it's, well, it was, and it wasn't. It wasn't. Mm, because of the movie, I mean that was part of it, but it it was the it was action the sweet figures. sweet action oh, figures. Of course, so, yeah. Bosk yeah. had that fucking long blaster that never yes. really fit in his hand right. Yes, gigantic gun. Yeah, but IG eighty eight was a cool figure. Great, great character design. So, which is, I guess the you know the the core of what we're getting at. It's like there would be no Mandalorian if the Boba Fett character design wasn't so good. Well, isn't that just Star Wars in a nutshell? Like, really, it just looks really fucking cool, and it was like nothing we had yeah. ever seen, and that was why it was, yeah. you know, I mean, it was a cool story, but really, we were kids, and it looked fucking awesome, and that was all yeah. we really needed, and that we didn't have to dissect it and turn it into a billion conversations about the same horse shit. We just was like, that's cool. I want to go see it again. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, watch it. Watch more Bosque. I want more uh, Bosk, uh, God damn it. Uh you should watch Rebels because there is not a not Bosk, but but uh, uh a, a character that's from obviously Trandashan. Trandashanian. Trandash is that? I don't what, know. is that where, where he's the a, yeah, where he's from? a Trandashan. Trandashan, something like that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He's six foot eight. I'm just looking it up on Wikipedia. I just happen to look <laughs> Of course, yeah, but no, I uh, yeah, I'm liking going back and watching the the animated stuff. And there's uh, I think another season of of uh, Clone Wars, Clone Wars coming out here in in a couple months. So I think that's going to keep me uh, with my Disney Plus subscription, and then waiting for what uh, 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 Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh yeah 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 yeah. Are you are you are you Bad pun. Nonplussed about the uh, new Marvel stuff. <laughs> uh, no, I'm sure I'll watch it. I don't know. I, the, I think I've already sort of made up my mind that I got everything I need at this point 
from either Star Wars Marvel Cinematic. or Marvel yeah. Cinematic Universe. I mean, I got 10 years of really cool, all these characters that I loved coming to mm-hmm. life. They were done better than I imagined they could have been done. It, it sure. all culminated in two really fantastic films, I think, and I don't need it to go on anymore. For me. You're good. I'm good. Yep. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. you know, th- this whole second wave, I'm sort of resigned Fourth myself. wave. <laughs> well, yeah, whatever. You, you know what I mean, though. Wave um, four. Yeah. But, like, I'm sort of, you know, I, I, I'm resigning myself okay. to the fact oh, that I probably oh, oh, won't. Oh, yeah. You're okay moving on to something else. Yeah, well, it's for a younger generation, I hope. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking, for sure. You know, it's not not for my old, crusty, crotchety, <laughs> crumbudgeony. God, that's not my Star Wars. I'm just looking at this picture of those bounty hunters from Empire Strikes Back, and I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. These guys look cool as hell. <laughs> Fucking badass, dude. <laughs> yeah, IG-88 is my favorite character. <laughs> Yeah. Sweet. See? He doesn't do a damn thing. It's yeah. the uh, it was... who is the uh, who is the character creator for all those? I wonder. I don't know. I should know that. I would think, but I don't. Well, there's a documentary about it. All right, guys. Well, um, we're gonna maybe come back in a couple weeks and talk yeah. Little Bird and Little other Bird. other stuff. I gotta finish reading it. I haven't finished. I, okay. Yeah. I'm all right. Cool. I, that's why I'm I texted react. you this this morning. I'm like, are we gonna talk about that today? Because I gotta read it <laughs> if we're gonna talk about it. <laughs> I gotta get on the couch. Uh, no, we'll talk about that in a couple weeks. Uh, I may even jump into some uh, Jodorowsky comics so I can Ooh. draw some comparisons because that's it, it. Reminded me of of Techno Priest for some reason. So I'm gonna have to go back and read that. I have a hard time with those. With the Jodorowsky stuff, yeah. Fucking kooky. They're weird. Yeah, it lo- I mean they look awesome, obviously, mm-hmm. but. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I have a hard time getting through them. I have a hard time yeah. reading. I think <laughs> at this point in my life, I just don't want to read anything. I understand. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like Dungeons can and Dragons. Can you just make it into a movie? Yeah, I can just please. Watch. <laughs> can make you give everything. me something passive? Well, at this I point, I mean, Netflix is basically making everything into a TV show. So just yeah, I'm waiting. I mean, they just mm-hmm. came out with the October Faction as a, as a TV show. That was a comic book. It's like. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, it was a comic, and it's. When's when's the uh, the Mark Miller stuff gonna start hitting? Because he's he signed a big deal with Netflix, right? Well, they basically bought his comics company. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I would think at some point um, they would They'll want, start getting into production. I would think. I don't know. I don't really know. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I hope so. Because I, I like the Mark Miller. I'd like to see Jupiter's Planet. I would think that would be. I think that's on the list. I would think. Uh, I mean, there were you know with the success of like the boys at mm-hmm. Amazon. I would think that that would be a hot property because it's sort of in that same vein. You know, kind of shitty superheroes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like shitty, shitty people, superheroes. Shitty people that are yeah. superheroes. <laughs> with superpowers alright well cool um, yeah I'm ready to, to wrap up uh, this little puppy got a big week ahead of me yeah you guys yeah yeah busy stuff I don't, I don't know what I'm doing I don't know I'm gonna uh... no nothing I got nothing alright alright good alright Super- I'm gonna uh, work I'm gonna raise my children <laughs> I'm gonna read some meat and potato comic books some Jack Kirby good, some two pages American at a time 
<laughs> I'm gonna fight with people on Twitter more. Yeah, no, but I'll mute, I'm gonna enough. mute people. I'm gonna <laughs> mute topics, including Joe Rogan. Already muted. He's, yep, he's already muted. He's on he's, the list. He's done. All right, yep. we'll go. We'll get to. We'll get back together here in a couple weeks, and I think it is Sal's pick for a new book. Oh, good God! Oh. Yep. So come, oh, come prepared. Books. Sir, it's going to be Hulk. Prepared. Hulk. Immortal Hulk. Immortal Hulk volume. Two. Book. It's volume. Check until be something beats it. Watchmen. That's it. That's the only comic book <laughs> worth reading anymore. Yeah. It's just <laughs> always Watchmen. That's all we're going to read. Yeah. No, I don't well, know. Well, this time around, I've, I've been reading Greg Rucka books uh, again, and I was just like, yeah, I can't do a Greg Rucka book because you guys will never let me live it down. Uh, have you watched. Uh, have you watched. Um, um, Oh god damn. Um uh the Portland detective um uh, Stumptown. Uh, Have you watched Stumptown? I didn't know it was a show. No. Yeah, it's on ABC. Oh no, I have not. I yeah, have. it's uh I don't, I don't watch network. Come on. Yeah, it's actually no network TV. <laughs> uh it's not bad. It's not bad. I've uh I've watched uh probably four or five episodes oh, and it's, it's did, okay. Did anyone watch Picard? On CBS? I'm not yet. I don't have CBS access. Oh, I do. I did. It was good. It was. I mean, if you're if you're a next generation fan, it was. Yes. It was not what I expected it to be, um, but it was. It was very good. Yeah. It was. uh, I think, and the and the like the upcoming, um, you know, they give you the little hint, little uh, Mm -hmm. to the uh, season. And uh, it looks really good. Like you know, they're gonna obviously bring in some other characters from next generation. Yeah, they, they don't they don't drop the whole season at once, right? No, unfortunately, they do not. They just they still stuck in the model of week to week. They don't want to keep those keep those subscription dollars coming in. Um, I like I, that. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't need it all at once. Yeah, I I, it, I really looked forward to Fridays uh, with Mandalorian. It would be like, oh, it's Friday. I can watch an episode of The Mandalorian. Well, speaking of weekly, um, mm-hmm. The Outsider on uh, HBO. That's tough. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. Um, I haven't read. I didn't read the Stephen King book. It's based on the Stephen King book, but uh, it's a it's a pretty interesting. It, it's it's interesting, but it once again, it's like it. It's one kind of story, and then all of a sudden, Stephen King throws in something really fucking weird. And yeah, and it's like son of a bitch, son of a goddamn king, damn you! Um, (laughs) Done it again. Done it again. But yeah, I I enjoyed the first two episodes of it. It Pretty good, and it's directed by um, Jason Bateman, who stars in it as well. Yeah, I like Jason Bateman. Yeah, Teen Wolf, two Teen Wolf two. (laughs) (laughs) Oh wow! His finest work, Teen Wolf two. (laughs) <laughs> all right well you guys you have a good couple of weeks and we'll get back together and chit chat again soon so um yeah want to sign it off all right all right we'll be back uh we'll be back in another couple of weeks talk about little bird um sal will have his new book and uh um in the meantime in between time we'll be everywhere in and around, and around comics. 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 Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah, more Star Wars talk. Man, we just we should just talk Mandalore. about Mandalorian every week. Every week. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? The Mandalorian update. I talk about what I want to talk about. <laughs>
Fucking A. You're there American, you go. goddammit. Meat and potatoes. Mm-hmm. Meat, meat and potatoes yeah, meat comics. And potatoes. Yep. <laughs> yep. Simple. Those are hilarious. I want it with an event. I want I want I want stretched out over six issues. <laughs> we didn't talk about uh, Crisis on the CW. I'm sure you guys aren't watching. I have that. not been watching it. I I need to I need to catch. I watched like the first episode. Um, I've not been watching hardly any of the Arrowverse stuff. I haven't either. But my son wanted to watch the whole Crisis thing, so we sat and watched, mm-hmm. watched that. And it was enjoy it. Good. Uh, no, not really. It's, no, nah, no, nah. It's terrible. Uh, th- those okay. shows are awful. I mean, they're just. Uh... I mean, DC DC Legends is very self aware of I that. Like Legend. Legends, and that's why I like it because it's self aware that it's not great, right? There was a there, yeah, and it's funny and it's just like wacky and it goes anywhere. I liked Legend Legends. I liked the Flash, like for two or three seasons when it was just yeah, fun. and then yeah, yeah. But but all those shows tend to be like so, you know melodramatic at some point and, and yeah they take themselves like, a little too seriously yeah, it's just like just have fun with them i mean that's the cw way like i get it they're they're trying yeah. to get teenagers to watch their shows and it's yeah. all about sort of Teen- teenage soap opera yeah i get that um but with the superhero stuff i'm just like ugh, ugh, ugh. but there was a cool um there was a cool moment uh where um marv uh, wolfman was a guest on on the show, so that was oh, cool. that's cool. Yeah, there was a little. That's, cool. that's awesome. Yeah, it was fun. It was a little fun moment, so that was neat. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It they just even the crisis thing was like this long drawn out sort of thing that just never really <laughs> never got there. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Sort of never got uh, there. But yeah. it's like uh... yeah. Yeah. All right, so don't waste the like fifteen hours watching it. Is what you're saying? I mean, for me, the, uh. the like I said, the Marv Wolf Wolfman scene was was mm-hmm. one of the best. But I mean, there was a couple of there was there. If you really are into like Easter egg moments, where like there's crossovers between the different characters in the different DC properties. Mm-hmm. then maybe it's worth watching, but that's really the best of it. As far as, like, the story and, yeah. you know, that, you know, the only, and the other thing is, like, most of the actors in that show are fucking awful. Like, yeah. the kid yes. who plays The Flash is about the best. He's he's actually, like, believable as a human, you know, yeah. like, as a mm-hmm. person. Yeah. And the rest he of them are like, just terrible. He has, like, three emotions. Yeah. yeah. Which is about, like, two more than <laughs> everyone else. Everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> I like him, but yeah, the, 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 the Flash one. was better the first couple. I mean, the thing about the Flash when it first started, it was kind of like, oh, they're really gonna have Gorilla Grodd. Yeah, they're gonna actually have Gorilla City. It's like a thing that exists. Oh, and like and it was cool. Yeah, yeah. and Earth Two exists. You know, like it had that sort of like, yeah, we're just gonna do all this stuff, and then it kind of got bogged down, and like melodrama yeah kind of lost a little bit of it's like yeah hell yeah we're gonna do this crazy story well that was like dc legends that was fun because it was just like they didn't yeah they didn't fall into that you know what i mean like they were just wacky and the show was silly and they could go anywhere in time and anything could happen and it was like oh this is all it needs to be it doesn't need to be more than that like just have fun with it you have people in costumes running around punching each other that's it doesn't have to be 
much more than that really to, to, to be enjoyable, but they don't seem to, I don't know, there, there seems to be this deep need to have 12 other characters on the show and every episode is some sort of, you know, superficial, emotional yeah. pull between other characters, not even the main characters, you know, but uh, yeah, I don't know. And the Supergirl one, I can't even, that show's so terrible. I don't know how anybody watches that fucking show. But it is what Which it is. one? Super Which Girl? one? Superwoman? Supergirl? Oh, super, yeah, super, Girl. Supergirl. Yeah. I really like the girl, the the woman that plays Supergirl, but mm. the show is just, ugh. Not good. Oh, yeah. God. yeah. There's too many episodes in every season of, the, of these shows. Well, that's, yeah, that's probably part of it, too. Like, they need to just, they're still on the old model of, like, there's 23 episodes. Like, that's a lot. Yeah, man. It's a lot to write, right? <laughs> it's a lot to write. And it's just like, it, if it was shorter and tighter. Yep. Thank you, BBC, to, like, for, for inventing the, the 10 episode season, which like, is. Oh, man. Yes. Uh, uh, so much better. Um, all right. I got to go, guys. I got to get up early. All right. Later. Ursa shit. So. Okay. All right. Uh, I will talk to you guys in a couple weeks. Cool. Okay. All right. All right. Sounds good. All right. Bye, guys.